All right, guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. Mike, I was thinking about this the other day. I believe that mm. we are not far off. I'm talking only a handful of years until the majority, I would say 75% of the golf you play will be played off the golf course. Simulator golf. Yeah. 100%. I agree with you. Well, I was about to say, it's not a bad thing. No. And I'm going to tell you why mm -hmm. in a second. Okay. But first, let me tell you some of the other stuff we got to talk about this show. Of course, we're going to talk about Tiger. Mm. Back under the knife. When are we going to see him again? I think he's going to go low. I think he's going to win now. It's going to be a game changer. I'm excited. <laughs> you got to love the positivity. But we are going to talk about his timeline. We're going to talk about when we think okay. we'll see him, exactly I'm what the surgery when, yeah. was. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and will we see him this year? Will this make any big changes for next year? There's a lot. There's a lot involved. We even have a Ryder Cup at the end of this year. What's going to be his capacity there? True. So we've yep. got a lot to dive mm -hmm. into with that. And we're also going to talk about, you know, golf springtime's coming around here. We're going to be back out on the golf course. We're going to break out it all next down. Week. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to break down where we're going to be, when we're going to be, some of the big trips we have planned. We're excited. Back on the road. I'm excited to share some of the destinations we've got coming up. And then always love to get recommendations from you guys because we've been to some great places. Yeah. And we're always looking for more. So we'll give yeah. you the full itinerary. It's an exciting year we've got planned. But let's dive into this this claim. Right. Because as far as and the reason why I say it's not necessarily a bad thing, because I know a lot of golfers will cringe at the idea of thinking, wait, I'm going to be playing most of my golf off the golf course. Mm -hmm. Here's the caveat to that. It doesn't mean you're going to be playing less golf. Right. Maybe more. Potentially <laughs> a whole lot more. Right. For that reason. And what I mean by this is that and we're going to talk about it in a second because we've we've really spent the last two, three months while we've been kind of indoors here in the Northeast and not been able to get on the golf course. We've been really diving into a lot of indoor and alternate golf experiences. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's got us playing a lot more than we ever did in the winter months. Mm -hmm. um, no and doubt about and that. I think it, it adds a new dynamic. I think what this is going to do is it's going to broaden the scope of what we consider golf. Mm -hmm. What is, is defined as golf? So a couple of things that I mean by that. One, and we'll dive into each one of these separately, but one is that we've seen the launch monitor, the personal launch monitor market absolutely explode. And I mean, an evidence of that is if you look at our main YouTube channel, how much we've been doing, right. breaking yeah. down things like the Garmin it's R10, exciting. the Rapsodo, mm -hmm. you know, there's, We've been doing these and we've been doing them at the request of our subscribers who in the comments say, review this, test this launch monitor. And it just shows that it's driven by that demand, sure. which tells me that more and more people are in the market for launch monitors. And I think a big reason for that is because people are using them to build home sims. They are becoming an entire culture. I'm looking around on Facebook, Reddit, uh, Twitter. There are cultures that are becoming around people supporting each other mm -hmm. around building these DIY home simulators. I love it. Mm -hmm. So more people are playing golf at home. That's one thing. We're going to dive into that more in a second. The second thing is the amount of indoor golf facilities that have been popping up are exploding. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of like the explosion we recently saw in like uh, breweries, you know, yeah. little micro breweries and that type of thing. Yep. It's happening everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we know that because we've had countless, and we appreciate all of them, countless invites to come check out these simulator spots that have been that have been popping up. And these range from 
it's almost like using that analogy of a, of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. These like kind of mo- mom and pop shop type places. Maybe mm-hmm. they got three, four Sims in a bar. Right. And then these huge extravagant facilities. You know, there's one that just opened near us, which we're excited to check out a little bit more of. But uh, Golf Zone Social. Place is legit. 22 simulator bays in one spot. TVs everywhere, great food, multiple little yeah bars, food, and it's just like this is cool because like I can get my golf fix, Mm -hmm. pace of play, you know I can get in a round of golf. We're gonna talk about that more as part of this, but the simulators themselves are becoming so much more realistic. It's becoming so much more like the quote real thing. Yep, and I can bring my wife. I can bring my kids. Yeah, you know what you're describing modern day bowling. I think bowling's out. There's an older crowd that loves bowling into growing. It's still hot there. But I think like, think about it. You go there, all the lanes, you play, you bring the family, bring the kids. Yeah. This same deal. And That's leagues. what I felt like. And the leagues. Because leagues are becoming huge in same. the indoor yep. golf uh, environment. So you guys, of course, weigh in the comments as we go through this conversation. Let us know whether you, what, what's your outlook on golf's direction when it comes to adding this indoor piece. To me, it is not a subtraction from green grass golf. It is an addition. Mm-hmm. I think what you're going to see is people are still going to want to get outdoors, play on the real turf. Sure. Right. And I think a lot of these simulators, mobile launch monitors, these companies behind them, their drive is to get more people playing right. real golf, right? Real outdoor golf. It's funny how we call it real golf. Yeah. But the reality is it's the margins in between. It's when you don't have time to play a full round of golf. Can you book an hour in the simulator? Can you join a Tuesday night league that you couldn't have done because it's dark? It's after work, right? Mm -hmm. A winter league. Can you build out your own home sim and get a round or two in before work, after work, on your lunch break? That's what people are going for, I think. Right. Yeah. And it makes us better golfers. Absolutely. And and Zach, actually, you're probably a good test case for this because you've never played a round of golf outdoors. And all of your golf has been in here in the office so do you have an itch to go out to the golf course and play? I think you do. Uh, yeah. Over the last, I would say, uh, in the I, beginning, I feel I didn't like you really, want to get out there now. I definitely want to get out there now, but in the beginning, I didn't really have much of an interest about it because I had it all in the sim. It's yeah, like, it's true. I don't need I mean, to I, go out I, because I have it all right here. I bring that up because like, will this lead to a massive problem we don't see forthcoming where like it grows the game so much right. that everyone wants to now flood to the course and the courses are absolutely inaccessible? Well, I think, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, will they build more courses? Will they do things like that? But, but either way, taking it back to that example you just said, mm-hmm. think about the mental hurdles to overcome. If you were a brand new, like put yourself in the shoes of a brand new golfer who just like... I watched the Masters. Yeah. It was awesome. I watched with my buddy. I I want to give this this a try, right? In the past, just things like how, like logistics of how do I book a tee time? I know Mm. there's all these apps now. Do I call the golf course? What do I do? Right. How do I dress? Mm-hmm. What's the etiquette out there? Yeah. I I get out I got there, I get paired with three other guys. Like, what do I do? How do I that's my biggest worry? That's my biggest worry going from simulator golf to getting out on the course because you guys aren't able to play with me on weekends because of your families. Weekends are tough. That's the only time that I'm really able to play. So like I like I'm worried. Like I don't want to go out to the course and play my first round in front of three strangers. You know, right? Like, that so what me. happens? The majority of people in Zach's yeah. scenario never go out and play. 
Right. And I think there are vehicles for that. We've we've seen before like initiatives of like uh, people say invite a buddy out to play, show them the ropes the first few times. Mm-hmm. But what I I'm saying is, that. look, regardless, like a lot of people won't pick up the sticks because that would be their first experience. I mean, other than maybe, yes, I agree, going to a driving range. Yep. But we're talking about playing a little golf, which can be done in a simulator now. It removes a lot of that. You can just go to one of these. Bar- like instead, you can be like, and even if you're, let's say tea times are expensive. Let's say you're the guy who wants to introduce your buddy to the game. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily want to take him to the course. Maybe you say, hey, there's a simulator bar. Meet me there Friday night. You and I will play 18 holes in the sim. Yep. You get to play your, your holes. I'll give you some pointers about what we would do if we were out on the golf course. Mm-hmm. And it's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. I'm just saying, this to me a to is through. a great way to expand the game. Absolutely. I agree. And I, I think I've told this before, but I was talking to a buddy not long ago, and I was just asking him where he plays his golf, and he's like, well, when I can get a tee time, I play it here, I play it here, and when I do get it, it's now 130. He was saying how ridiculous, 150 in some places. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's incredible. And like, so this will solve a lot of problems. I think you'll see a lot of people our age with the young children getting up at 6 a.m. Like you said, 18 holes, you're done by eight. You're in the shower, you're dressed, you're off to work. I'm seeing like some of these locations that are popping up, like one is in the mall, right? I'm seeing guys who are, you know, dropping their kids off at karate, which is still in the mall, or their wife is, you know, has run into marriage, wants to do some shopping. They pop in and they play nine holes. There's like a million different ways to do it. Um, but but yeah, look at the cost too. And golf, that's another barrier that has always been to entry, right? Yeah. The cost of it, you know, bu- buying the clubs, which a lot of simulator uh, pop-up facilities have clubs to rent if you don't, you know, if you don't have your own mm-hmm. clubs. But uh, if they can use so Top Golf, don't don't rule Top Golf out right. of this too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have um, some of these simulator places cost on average somewhere around sixty bucks an hour. For yeah, the, for the that bag, sounds right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And you split that, me and you go. Now it's 30 bucks each to play. Yep. And in an hour, I guarantee, because the pace of play in a simulator, you and I can get nine holes in. Yeah. Right? Golf courses, were, as you said, we could be spending a lot more on a tee time. Alternatively, we're seeing more and more of these either totally DIY, where people are saving tons of money because they're doing everything themselves, right. like building out screens and stuff mm-hmm. like that with two by fours or whatever, yep. depending on how handy you are, versus some of these pop-up packages we're seeing, which is a net, a mobile launch monitor, and an app. And some of these, we're talking about 500 to 1000 yeah. bucks for a build. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that, you'll think about that, that's five tee times. Yeah, right right and now you're playing unlimited, unlimited golf whenever you want it's a big that's a game changer and i think one thing yeah. that we're gonna see when it comes to these launch monitors right we have seen this explosion in launch monitors right yeah. we've got every company you can imagine is coming out of the woodwork and developing launch monitors that are darn good mm-hmm. you know we've tested the accuracy on multiples now you've got Garmin, you've got Tiger's gonna be the full full, full swing. swing. You've got um, Swing Caddy d- does one now. You've got Skytrack, Skytrack, Sky right? Skytrack just announced an, announced another one's coming out. Right. soto has gone. There, there are all these launch monitors coming out, and what Flight's that does, go. yeah, who's it benefit us? Right. The more competition, the better, because they it's, they all have to compete to get a better product at a lower price. Yeah. I don't know when it is, whether it's 2025, whether it's next year, whether it's later, but we're going to get to the point where we go to a driving range and you're going to be shocked when you see someone who doesn't have their launch monitor with right. them. 
Or like, where's that guy's launch monitor? <laughs> or the, the range has a built-in launch Or they're built-in. And now right. we're seeing these apps, right? One, we're going to do a whole review on it because I've been really enjoying it. I've been using it with my kids. is the Awesome Golf app, yeah. right? Yep. It's an app that you can download and you can use it with multiple range finders. With, sorry, multiple launch monitors, right? But Awesome Golf, did you know they're also putting them into driving ranges? You can go up, scan the QR code, and if you have the app, you're using it right there. It's storing all your data. Oh, that's cool. So what I'm saying that is, is cool. there's multiple ways, but mm -hmm. I agree with you. I liken it to like, you know, smartphones mm. 10 years ago. Right. Where like first they were really expensive, didn't do a whole lot, you know, had a couple of basic features, but revolutionary for the time. And you were kind of amazed when someone had one. I'll be like, oh, is that the iPhone? Yeah. Can I see that thing? Right. Yeah, I got a flip phone. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You're going from that to now where it's just like, yeah, I got the, which, uh, which iPhone one do you have? have? What's the latest model? Right. You know what I mean? And everybody's got one. You're going to go down the range and it's going to be like, everybody's got, they got a something. launch monitor. Yeah, totally. Whereas before that was like PGA Tour and only. PGA right. Tour is the only place you had the guys all had launch monitors on the yeah. range. Now everybody's in the I, I always thought it'd be a funny skit to just go down with, a, with the largest bucket of golf balls on a busy Saturday with all six of our right, launch monitors that we have here in HQ. Throw the foresight down and just be that guy and have a serious range session and just see what happens. It's the old and practical jokers type economy. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, um, it's I like hope I don't see people out there doing that. But you're right, dude. These things are incredible. And like you said, they're so affordable. I could see everyone getting it. Range finder. Reminds me of range finder so long ago. Long ago, nobody had them. Yeah. Then they started dabbling. Then they were like $600. Then they started getting cheaper. And then everyone, like you, nobody does not have any type of GPS out there. Dude, I'm going to date myself everyone has here it. for sure. But I remember when we didn't have GPS in the car for directions. Like map I remember quest. printing Printed out map. map quest. I remember that. It was yeah, annoying. Okay. And then do you remember this? Like they would have, you could buy, I remember Garmin made them. These like dashboard, big these old. small little, like little small screen, but it was a big, like a brick. Brick. Right? And it, Suction. You had to like, it could hold like one state's worth of data. Yeah, right. So you had to know which state you were going to. You and like download Pennsylvania. Right. And I and they only time, worked like half the time. It worked half the time. I was I was at the time when I got that Australia right. College, I was working in finance and I was driving all the time to, to people's houses. Yeah. So I invested in one mm -hmm. to make sure. And I remember it was like 1200 bucks. Jeez. Right? For this thing that barely did anything. Right. Now- You'd be hard pressed to find a car that doesn't have, doesn't have one, that. right? Yeah. I think that's going to be the same type of thing. I think you're going to get to the point where mm -hmm. a baseline launch monitor, right, is going to cost people somewhere around three hundred bucks. Yep. Right. There'll be ones with more bells and whistles. There'll be all that type of stuff. There'll be ones that unlock with more memberships, whatever. But for the price of a laser rangefinder, you're gonna you're gonna have launch monitors, and and that's why I'm saying affordability. I think every like almost every golfer, everyone's gonna have, gonna have it, and then that's gonna lead to them having a sim, and it's gonna and solve they're gonna problem. play more golf, right? Because they're gonna have that sim, and they're gonna you have a net you pop up in the backyard, or you go to the driving range. Don't forget, yeah, a lot of these simulators you can use them at the driving range. Yeah, I'll so, touch on that a little bit. Uh, when I was doing my hundred day or hundred swing challenge, having even just the original Rapsodo with me on all my range sessions made it so much more fun. Yeah. Like just being yeah. able to like see the actual numbers and getting something <laughs> out of your practice. Exactly. Right. Totally getting something out of my practice. And it doesn't need to be like the crazy expensive. Like, like I didn't need a foresight. I had the base model right. Rapsodo yeah. and I still got everything out of it that I felt like I needed to. Yeah. yeah. And like, like I said, I just don't want to think of this in a way of competing against playing out on turf definitely it i think what it's going to do is it's going to 
make the time we spend out on the real courses that much more valuable because we'll mm-hmm. have a lot more prep time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at some of these these launch monitors that come preloaded with hundreds, you know, tens of thousands of golf courses. I'm enjoying this new process I do now where I play the course that I'm going to play like on the simulator. Yeah. And and then when that's I get cool. out there and I feel a little bit more familiar yeah. to it, I feel like I can attack it more. Absolutely, man. That's a good strategy. Yeah. I like that. But I'm saying like I I, I think the only side of like the who might be people might be against this might be like or against this movement might be like golf is meant to be played outdoors, fresh air. I don't want to hear it everybody playing indoors. I don't see this taking away from that. I see this only totally. as building upon I, it. I still think the ultimate satisfaction feeling is flushing one through the turf out on a beautiful golf course. And draining a putt. Draining a putt, all Which that you stuff. Don't, you don't, you don't, don't get that in the simulator. But there have been years where you and I in the winter, we've been fortunate to have this in our office, but even years, years ago when we didn't have it, we would literally shut our games down. Yeah. And remember for how long it take you to get the to get playing it going. again? And, and then we get that through. one time we go to the, the players club in Paramus and play indoor for $50 an hour. Yeah. And it was such a good rush. Yeah. Okay. So now we have it at our fingertips every minute we want it. Exactly. I, I got to give a little pushback there because when I was doing my challenge, I felt like I didn't even need to really putt or chip because I was having so much fun hitting the ball and seeing it fly. To me, I'm not really into putting. Right, because you were giving really up on the two it. most important parts of the yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So, but, yeah. <laughs> right, but that's so, also spoken from a way of yeah. a guy who's just getting into golf. Yeah. And, and like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, so I think right. that's really going to be what brings a lot of people in is seeing ball flights, seeing trajectories that sure. these launch yeah. monitors are doing. And I think, you know, putting and chipping isn't like the sexiest part of the game like hitting driver and hitting it's your not, irons and watching the ball fly yeah i think that's what's really going to get a lot of people into the game putting and chipping isn't the sexiest but what is the sexiest when you circle numbers on the scorecard exactly so exactly and yeah then, i'll just drain them from the fairway yeah and, and the things you'll never get from simulated golf are the experience of like the travel, the buddies trip, yeah. the, those types of things. Yep. But like I said, I think this will make it that and that much more appealing. Even what I'm seeing now with a lot of the software and the connectivity is, and a lot of this I think was driven from the world of COVID where we fi- tried to find ways to connect. A lot of these um, simulated you know, software are putting in ways that if you've got a launch monitor at home and I've got one, we can play against each other. each other. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of that where like, imagine you and I, like we live in different States and, and we're playing against each other. We're on the phone as we're playing and we're talking about the trip that's coming up right. where we're all going to get together in person. Yep. Or I'm thinking about like, you made a great point the other day. You said that simulator golf is going to be the new poker night. It's poker night. Right? Yeah. I see like you get the one buddy who's got the space in his garage and builds out a simulator. And now, you know, on Friday nights, you're gambling on everybody's the course, at the house. A, yeah. Right. And they're, and they're like, you know, you've got the, 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 the beer fridge you put out TV's there, on. you got the TV on, Absolutely. you get a couple buddies from the neighborhood over and now you guys are playing golf in your garage. Yep. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's a world that, you know, I have no problem living in, you know? And yeah, then I you're talking about your tea time on the real course, you know, yeah. the next morning. The next morning. Hey, guys, come on over to my house. We'll have some beers and we'll do a warm-up round, get ready for tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's that's the life. I just think that we are in for big things. I mm. think that this is this is time and place hitting perfectly as the game popped in popularity around COVID. Mm-hmm. It's also 
merging perfectly where technology is just hitting where it needs to hit where we're putting this this tech in accessible areas it's in yep you know exactly. like i said there are more and more of these strip malls that are going to have a golf simulator plays in there you're going to have more and more launch monitors you're going to have diy things you're going to have chat rooms and group chats of people how to build totally. out your sim and i think we're in a good place for it i think so too man yeah. looking forward to it it's exciting stuff mm -hmm. so let's do a break right there let's do a word from our sponsors and then i want to talk about tiger surgery and i want to talk about our plans uh, for getting out on the course yeah. over these next couple months because it's exciting. We've got a lot of fun We've got stuff some good coming. ones, yep. All right, let's do that now. All right, Mike, you said before, nothing sexier than circling those birdies, right? Mm. And we all know if you do that, you got to put it tight to the pin. And guys, the Vokey Design SM9 wedges are a product of superior handcrafted technology. Each one is an instrument of creative control crafted from the most advanced materials and engineered to deliver that ideal flight and spin. That's what's going to get that ball stopping near the pin. With grinds designed to release your best wedge play possible, and there are many ways to make a wedge, but there's only one way to make a Vokey. Titleist Vokey Design SM9 wedges, superior handcrafted technology. Find yours at Vokey.com. Hey man, I'm struggling to determine which pairs of shoes to bring on this Myrtle trip. We have six rounds of golf. I might yeah. just have to bring them all. And guys, Foot Choice got us covered. They're the number one shoe in golf because they offer the widest selection of sizes, styles, and performance options of any golf shoe out there, whether it's the all-new Hyperflex and Hyperflex Carbon, which finely tuned to power your game, or the Premier Series. I'm bringing both those, by Me the too. way, yeah, right? Yeah. The shoe that is far and away the choice of more tour players than any other shoe worn by Justin Thomas, Max Homa, Will Zalatoris, Cam Young, Jessica Corda, and so on. There's so many out there wearing this shoe, as are we. Trust a brand that's been number one forever. Trust your game to FootJoy, the number one shoe in golf. All right, so let's talk real quick about Tiger and where he's at. Obviously, like it's important. Like he's still super relevant, obviously. Here's a guy who made the cut at the Masters when you I'm thinking about guys who didn't, yes. Rory and some of the others. Yes. He's got the game. Rory said it himself. He said, "Tiger still has all the shots. It's the walking that's holding him back." Right. So speaking of that walking, we saw a lot of limping. The Masters was particularly difficult on Tiger this year because not only is Augusta it's a challenge to walk. Mm -hmm. It's long and it's hilly. Mm -hmm. But we had the rain the wet, cold weather, which yeah. anybody who has an injury knows how that can act up. Yeah. And plus, because of them calling play and then having to do that marathon day of extra yeah. holes, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot for him mm -hmm. to handle. So believe it or not, too, I, I kind of like look back and did a loose count. Do you realize Tiger has had, uh, that we know of, because you know he's a little bit secret in some of the stuff that sure. he does. And he doesn't want the press to know everything. But Tiger's had 10 surgeries. And it doesn't include the surgeries he had after his accident, the multiple surgeries to repair that leg. Wow. If you go back to Tiger's like career. Like golf-related back. Yeah, and he's been under the knife 10 times. So Tiger is no stranger to recovery and surgery. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing to me the things that his body has been through. That's incredible. And it's, it's, it's funny because you don't hear that from other guys. Like Rory hasn't been under the knife 10 times. Right. Why Tiger? Yeah, and, and why is right. I mean, look, some things could just be bad luck, mm -hmm. uh, genetics, uh, body function, whatever it may be. Tiger also, a lot of the speculation was his fitness and the way he got fit. Yep. Mm -hmm. We just recently had Dr. Troy Van Beesen on the show who works with a lot of these guys, and he talked about the correct way of building that stable foundation before you get into the heavy lifting and mm -hmm. things like that. 
guys can get hurt, wrist injuries, things yeah. like that. So there's a lot that goes into it. But Tiger, the main thing that Tiger was dealing with, if you if you remember, when he had that accident, he absolutely shattered that ankle. Yeah, totally. And in the ankle, there are tons of little bones and things like that, mm -hmm. that effectively what he ended up having was he ended up having them fused. Uh, so now he's got a fused back and a fused ankle. But Jeez. what they had said was that um, the basically the, the surgery was from reduce this arthritic pain. And that's when you saw, remember we saw him like hobbling. Yeah, he's limping. hobbling, yep. There was a lot of arthritic pain that comes with the recovery of like all those muscles, all those, those uh, bones being shattered. So it's been fused back together. As far as timeline, they're already saying 10 to 12 weeks is the basic recovery, which you don't take much to look at a calendar and realize that takes them out of the PGA that takes them out of the U S open. Yep. The only thing that's within like that maybe timeline is the, the open. open championship. But the doctors even said, that really the full benefit of the surgery tiger won't see for a year wow so if we do see him back i would guarantee it's not in full capacity we should just see he should show up to the fortnet just go low <laughs> new foot i'm here <laughs> just, just grab the 83rd win most all time fall season tiger fall season tiger and then come into next season at augusta and just be electric new new foot new leg new life I think it's going to be a slow recovery for Tiger because the first four to six weeks, um, I believe, are fully non-weight bearing. So he is not allowed to go on that at all. And right. then he has to go into a boot for a certain amount of time. And then he can start his rehab. So right. he's not even going to be able to start his rehab program on, like for another Two but it potentially starts, three months. It well, starts all the the anticipation again because remember, like yes. he's, he'll he'll drop another social media clip. We'll, we'll see hit the a first golf pictures ball, of him place in a boot, nuts. right? We'll see him first picture yep. of him in crutches. First picture of him. Tiger though does also have the access to the best yeah. doctors, the best right. you know of everything. Mm -hmm. But no matter what, I mean, we've seen this guy bounce back so many times. It's just yet another huge hurdle for her him to overcome and we've already seen that like, even though rory says he's got all the shots tiger has had to make some small changes to his swing mm -hmm. because he just can't the ankle and that foot can't support the same amount right. so he's he's had to make some changes the way he he you know approaches his swing and now it makes me wonder with a fused back we, first of all we all were shocked with what he was able to do with a fused back incredible now a fused back and a fused he's gonna start to look like a stick man now. he really is still hitting like 180 ball speed making cuts right but that's Playing it better i than mean us. i go back to the match <laughs> that he played and and they had the launch monitor data yep. for every you had more ball speed than the other three guys yep. but he had that luxury of driving in the cart it also makes you wonder will he eventually take some sort of medical exemption and take a cart it's an asterisk i don't think he's gonna do it i don't think he's gonna do it too he just seems like he doesn't want he doesn't want to have his all his wins his are without win a cart way. right but yeah either way do you think he wins one more i do forget I, about major just a tournament just to get that top all time i do I literally do. I still think, but he, the only way for it to over? happen. No, I don't think no. those guys will give him anything. Right. And I don't think he wants that. But of course. I think the only way for it to happen is for him to get healthy enough that he can compete in more than six events a year. Right. Like, right. Like you look at this year and his target was to, to play the four majors and play like yeah. maybe the Genesis and stuff. You can't so, win like that. The only way he's got a legitimate shot is if he's, 
he he gets through this. He feels great. It's new foot, new life, new swing, new tiger. He's back. Yeah, imagine he's playing like eight events to like yeah twelve eight to ten events, events in the season, eight to twelve, and then yeah. he's got a chance. Okay, I think so. So it also makes me wonder what capacity, if anything, would we see him at the Ryder Cup? Captain, co-captain, hanging out with the guys. He's probably a good like motivational guy. But I wonder like if he came back, he's feeling great. Like captain's pick. No way, right? Too soon. Way too soon. Depends. I mean, if he's back swinging in August, yeah, it's too soon. It's too soon. Was was the ankle just fused? Was that the surgery that he just got? Was to fuse the ankle, or was the ankle fused originally? Originally, during no, the accident, this surgery was the fusion of the ankle to to just get rid of some of that arthritis that he's got in there. Now I'm not do- no doctor. I wasn't in there. I didn't drop a junior mint in there. You didn't drop a junior mint. If it but, is an ankle fusion. I highly, I definitely don't think he's going to win again on tour. No, he's Tiger. If he, I know, but if your ankle's fused. Remember, his spine is fused. I, I, under, <laughs> I understand, but you can still walk a golf course with a, with a fused spine. He went from collapsed to ankle. Well, keep in mind. A fused ankle, like, that just, you're not walking. Well, keep in mind, the, the surgery was rounds. done to make him more comfortable walking. It has nothing to do with his swing. Well, he's going to win again. I'm just saying, walking on a fused ankle. I think you're going to see a stiffer, but this was to get rid of the pain. Like they said that the arthritic pain, this should, the the surgeon who did the surgery said it was a success as far as what he wanted to accomplish. The, I, they did the surgery specifically to get rid of the pain that was causing him to be not be able to walk the, the four rounds. But he's certainly going to have less mobility. Oh yeah. Even less than he had after the surgeries after his car accident. I so like, what, I think that's going to be a huge factor. Yeah, sure, limited mobility but I think is what he's doing he is he's giving up some mobility for, for pain. Right. But at what point, like how much mobility this is he saying, willing to give? Man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a stick man, stick man. But what I'm saying is even if he walks with a limp, but he's not in pain, but yeah. he can, I can walk with a limp for four days. Yep. Who knows? Like I said, that's beyond my, uh, my yeah, medical understanding, but lip. either way, don't look to see Tiger again in action until at the earliest would be the Open Championship. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. But I'll tell you, two guys who are falling apart, their bodies are falling apart, who are getting out on the road. Is... You and no. me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we joke. But uh, Well, first, I injure my wrist from my dog. Your dog injured your wrist. But I'm better. You're, you're, I'm feeling good. You, I got you, treatment you hit Dr. Pete. Feeling good. Yeah, Dr. Pete took care out. of you. And I hurt my wrist in the sim, actually, speaking of sim. Um, I think steep golf swingers who take massive divots, if you hit in the sim every day, it's not a good recipe. Right. Well, and we know that too. Some people I've seen struggle with elbow pain. Like if you're yep. hitting into that mat yep. like over and over again. It's the second time this has happened. I couldn't even bend this wrist for the last couple of days, but it's back. Yeah. So I'm back. There you go. He's back. So, which is good because we're playing Monday uh, to kick off our outdoor. And golf. I will say before we get a bunch of emails, we always appreciate the concern. Yeah. But you know, we're both fine. Like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I had my my. I have a new dog that I adopted. I'm still getting him, showing him the ropes, and uh, I was walking him. And unfortunately, I didn't see a deer. He saw it. He bolted for mm. it. I was in the wrong position. He ripped that leash out of my hand. Love and, it. And, and I, don't I love got it, it checked out. No sprains, just a strain. And yeah. uh, we got a little treatment on the hand, and now we're okay. And now Frank's going low. And one day we'll talk about our screenplay idea. I think it's brilliant. We won't go into it here. Just let's tell him the name real quick. Uh, 59 watch the, was it the legend, legend of, of frankie hands it's gonna <laughs> jesus this is what these guys do in their spare time you know like if you guys like if you like to date ourselves again if you remember rookie of the year meets happy gilmore 
like bring that to a golf stage that's coming to theaters near you soon all of a sudden i'm a tour pro because of a dog injury i love it anyway but he's healthy i'm healthy we're um, doing good and we're excited for what we've got ahead yeah so first and foremost in two weeks right we're headed to baltimore two weeks we're headed to baltimore but we're going to warm up on two westchester courses before we go right which is so, great and I which i've had them. a lot of fun with these, yep. these westchester county parks like little series we've been doing six uh, courses Six courses, so much golf is played here. I know it's more of a local thing if you're listening like outside the New York area, but there's a lot of golf played in this area, and these are some terrific munis, so we wanted to make and sure they're we spread out. Them. Sprain Lake, like you got Yonkers all the way to White Plains up to where Hudson Hills was way up there, yeah. so they're not in just one central location. Yeah. So if yeah. you're in like the Connecticut area, New York, New Jersey, you have access to these courses. Right. You yeah, know, and and people are always looking for new courses because like I said, they're, they're always booked near, near them. For sure. So they venture out to Westchester from here. And these have been fun courses, older courses, some of them, a lot of character. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that. Baltimore, Baltimore, we got a nice little itinerary while we're down there. That's cool because that's a completely different vibe. We're going to be playing um, two private country clubs down there. The grass is really green down in Maryland right now. I saw some photos from our host. So I'm, I'm excited to head down there. That's two two rounds, maybe three. Possibly at a third. You know, sometimes things just pop up when we're on these travel trips. Yep. Uh, we like to play as much golf as we can. And then when we come back, we're actually going to start filming immediately our Road to Pine Valley series, which is a series I think I'm most excited about. Me too. I couldn't be more excited I know. about this. I mean, we've put a lot of hard work into it. And if you guys... If you're not subscribed over there, get over there because you're not going to want to miss it. Even if you live in like middle America or in another country and you're like, what do I care about New Jersey? Like you, you won't say that after you watch these. Yeah. These are some of the most beautiful golf courses in the world right here in our own state. Yep. We've played a lot of them. We filmed some of them, but we're going to put this really cool documentary style feel on like maybe 15 courses leading to Pine Valley. And we're talking about like historic, you know, yeah. you know, steeped in history you know as far the as architecture endless, goes yeah. you know donald ross some of the other, the other different designers lots of donald out ross, there lots of Tish Tillinghast has worked in there and and you know just to give you an idea we're going to be working our way through playing the top rated golf courses here in new jersey with the ultimate goal of playing pine valley will we get it will we get it and we don't know you we know, don't know this yet. This is going to unravel, at, you know, in real time as it unravels. Yeah, as um, of all these courses, they like we just been getting like a lead and a connection, and like call this guy, and I would call him, and they're like, "Good news, right? We'll let you come and film." And our hope is that we've already gotten tee times at a couple, and we're hoping that it gains the traction that we want, that gains the attention that we want from the courses. Because the other thing is, where I say the benefit with here in Jersey is that we've got some of the best golf courses in the country. Mm. However. The other side of that is most of them are private. Yes. And unfortunately, it's hard to get in and it, it takes a lot of pulling strings and a lot of favors and like stuff like that. But we're talking like, you know, everything from like Ridgewood, which is where they had the US Amateur. Many PGA Plainfield, Tour events. Field, PGA Tour events there. Baltusrol. The, Liberty the History National. that comes with that. Liberty National. So many great golf courses. Yeah. So we're excited for that. Another one that I'm super excited for, we're only talking about maybe five weeks out from it now, Myrtle. is Myrtle Beach. Yeah, so that's that's going to happen in end of May. Six courses are lined up for that. Yeah. We've got an itinerary. Happy to share it. Um, the Heritage Club, not in any order. I, I forgot the order, but Heritage Club, Grand Dunes, the, the Barefoot Love Course. We're going to play Caledonia, TPC Myrtle Beach. And then there's one more in there I can't remember. The one that I'm True most excited for, the ones is is um, Caledonia. I, I, That's I'm just the one we're jazzed up. Strands. For. I want to play after playing Tobacco Road. 
I just yeah. want to play another strands course so badly. Right. And what's always great is when we go on these trips, we always feel like we go into the trips like there's like the one we want to play, but then they all end up being incredible. Yeah. It's like we went to Wisconsin. Like I was like, okay, the Meadows Valley. I was here for Whistling Straits. Yeah. Potentially the Irish. But like, yo, this course is fantastic. Yeah. So it always seems to like surprise us when we go on these trips, especially since I've never been to South Carolina. Have you even been there? I've been to South Carolina, but I haven't never been, been down Myrtle. to Myrtle. Yeah. And, and I think that this is the funny thing is, is like, this has so been long time coming yeah. for us. We actually had a Myrtle trip booked when we just first started doing That's this. right. With like the hurricane. Seven years ago. And uh, <laughs> a hurricane came and canceled our trip. So it's been one of those things that's just been on the punch list for so long. You had to get the gloves off the UPS truck. Yes. <laughs> I use ship sticks and I <laughs> I shipped my clubs and then literally 30 minutes after UPS picked up my clubs, we got the email saying that they were canceling the event. It was just part of an event that we were going to That's right, a media event. The media event. We used to play three courses. It was one of our first media events. We were so jazzed. So jazzed. We couldn't like believe 2015 like we got or 2016. We're like, oh my gosh, this exists. And 30 minutes like 30 minutes after they i get that email we were been canceling the trip because of the impending hurricane that was coming we were flying spirit too we were yeah <laughs> what we had spirit but like i think the whole thing was like meant to happen yeah canceled. but like knowing the, these two they don't fly spirit we don't fast they are very particular Dude. about their flying experience <laughs> we so that is a surprise fly spirit for this reason because what happened was it was a hurricane it got canceled. Yeah. First and foremost, I hunted down that UPS driver. Yep. And I got my clubs off that thing because I was like, these clubs are heading into a hurricane. I yep. actually got them off. But you know, we went into a year long battle with Spirit to get our money back. The money back. back. And Took forever. We're like, we're we're literally reading. I remember we're reading the like the the terms of cancellation to yeah. them. Be like, if a of a flight being canceled due to a hurricane yeah is not yeah. <laughs> you know a reason to get your it's money not a back. reason no what is <clears throat> yeah. and it, like they had right in there like weather you know yeah so like dude just read your own agreement right i mean not not that to was a big go ticket in for us too back hard then, on man. spirit but they they gave us a, a we were tough true startup then. yeah time. right and we needed the money we needed that money back yeah you know but uh it wasn't meant to happen there so it'll happen then Six days, and we're got to explore the town. I think we cram so much in these trips. We're like, we come home and go like, "Hey, how was how was South Carolina?" I'd be like, "I don't really know." I spent yeah. the whole time on the golf courses, right? Uh, Boohoo! But uh, hopefully, we have like we we set aside half a day to maybe explore the town. Maybe we'll go out at night, see the nightlife a little bit. We got to eat. We got to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, and I don't, I definitely don't think this will be a one and done for us. We all know Myrtle Beach to be that spot that's got a hundred golf courses. Yeah, we're totally. trying to put together the best itinerary we can with the limited time we have. We're gonna have to go back. I'm sure. We've done enough trips now that I think we can really maybe soon rank them. Maybe the end of this year. Maybe we'll do a whole podcast episode on it. Maybe we have already. I don't even know. If you guys so saw many. though, the we way did we one on like comparing Pinehurst and Cole because Pinehurst and then Scotland, which you. <laughs> weren't here yet for that one but like they were all so different and they're they all could be buddies golf trips if you guys though could see the way that we plan for these things and i think we set the tone when we did scotland when we did 10 rounds in six days mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. we pack every moment in yeah. because we just try to get as much golf in we even the conversations that we have if you could be a fly on the wall like we will literally look for proximity to the airport to see if we could squeeze one more in before our flight right but most days that we're there, we're playing 36. 
Mostly. And, and 36 is also, keep in mind, 36 is 36 with filming. So it's usually an it's hour like or two before really. or after of droning. <laughs> yep. And, and we're out all morning till like sunset. And I, I, assistant to the traveling secretary is my title here at Golficity. I love it. I, <laughs> I hate it, but I love it so much because uh, I do enjoy doing it. And I enjoy getting it right. And I enjoy putting smiles on your guys' faces when we're there and like making sure everything is done. Because the last thing you want is when you get somewhere and like something doesn't work, the rent a car, yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, but for this one, like you're laughing about squeezing one last one. And I'm looking at proximity for like local drive-throughs because we allot like 27 minutes for ourselves yeah. to eat in between rounds. We just go, go, go. And I'm hoping that we can have one day where we, we are playing one round in one day that we just have the rest of the afternoon, but we won't relax. You know, no. we're going to go out. We're no, going to film. Right. We're going to film a podcast. We're we're gonna, <laughs> right. But, uh, so there you go. And we then won't I'm rest. the polar opposite because I'll be like, it'll be like the night before. I'm like, my, what time's our flight? What time? You're like, just be at my house at 630. What airport are we flying into? Yeah, like, just be at my house at 630. That's all. Just be we'll, there. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah. So anyway, lots of exciting stuff. And that's just the stuff that we've got. That's just through the summer. I mean, now. we'll keep you filled in for the fall. The fall, we Maybe got more Vermont. coming up, and there's oh, possibly some other stuff. That can might I come. just drop one more? Yeah, Vermont. We are going to be playing and filming at the Airbnb that's gone viral on social media, the Honey Pond uh, House with the golf course. Yes. So we're dropping Which is that one here. I'm super stoked. That's about. like uh, about a month and a half away. We're going up there early June. I cannot wait. So we're going to bring you that one. Yeah. Can you imagine an Airbnb with its own golf course? And it's a legit golf course. Yeah. Eighteen holes and everything. Yep. All right. Super stoked. We're playing golf all day, all night. <laughs> of right. course. Of course. Okay. What else did you do, right? And we're going to yeah. buy the- Just looping um, it. We're going to buy the world's strongest flashlight and play night Just golf. keep going. We need the world's strongest flashlight and the, and the, the glow balls that we had down in Florida. And just, We're just going to keep going. We're trying to play 100 holes that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys, like I said, we're, we're in for a lot this summer. Let us know some of your own plans in the comments, what you got, what you're looking forward to this year in your own golf season. Uh, and of course, I want to hear your thoughts on what we talked about earlier, indoor golf, whatever you want to call it. You know, I think of these as these, you know, fringe or peripheral golf experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your thought? Good for the game. What are you most excited about? Let us know in the comments and uh, we'll see everybody again next week. 